kind of really on one. I'm, I'm sick. I'm glad the Lord took over. I didn't have to preach. Uh, uh, I, I'm fighting off. This that sister Darlene said she. I think she's tired of it. She's been trying to give it to me, and I've been rebuking it. Hallelujah. And um, so I need your prayers tonight if we attempt uh, to um, minister. I don't plan to be before you very long, um, but I do have a word, a message from an old, familiar, Old Testament story. Uh, I haven't heard dealt with in a while, but the Lord gave me a message from this. We're going to do our best to try to bring it before you tonight. We're going to be going to the book of 2 Samuel, chapter 18, and we're going to read one, one verse for our uh, opening text. Second Samuel chapter 18, verse 9. Hallelujah. And Absalom met the servants of David, and Absalom rode upon a mule. And the mule went under the thick boughs of a great oak, and his head caught hold in the oak. And he was taken up between heaven and the earth, and the mule that was under him went away. Now I want you to get this in your mind. Here's a man riding as fast as he can go on his mule. Now this guy's got a head of hair like you wouldn't believe. And it was flying behind him in the wind. And as he rode under uh, uh, the boughs and the, the limbs of an old oak tree, that long flowing hair got caught and wrapped around, and the mule kept going, and there he was a hanging. And that's where he finally, his fate was met. Let's bow our heads and pray. Lord, as we come to you this evening, we thank you and we praise you, God, for the service. Thank you for the spirit of worship that we have felt. Lord, I ask, God, that you will anoint us tonight. Give us, God, what you would have us to have. And I pray if there's any needs here, that you will meet those needs. In the mighty, blessed name of Jesus, let the church say, Amen and Amen. You can be seated. I want to speak to you on a thought that the Lord gave me uh, today on the subject, Rebellion will leave you hanging. Rebellion will leave you hanging. Now bear with me while I just lay a little foundation here. The story of King David and his son Absalom is one of sadness and heartbreak. It is one of sadness because a handsome young man who was full of potential lost his life because of disrespect and rebellion. And it is also one of heartbreak because a compassionate father lost a son whom he loved very dearly. Now, Absalom grew up a prince in the household of a king. He was royalty because the bloodline of kingship ran through his veins. Absalom had everything going for him, wealth, fame, and beside that, he was an extremely handsome man. He would have been voted the year's most sexiest man, no doubt. 
2 Samuel 14, 25, 26 gives us a little insight to that. It says, But in all of Israel there was none to be so much praised as Absalom for his beauty. From the sole of his foot, even to the crown of his head, there was no blemish in him. And when he pulled his head, or in other words, when he he cut it, he would cut his hair once a year, and it would be weighed after it was cut. When he pulled his head, it was at every year's end that he pulled it because his hair was heavy on him. Therefore, he pulled it. He weighed the hair of his head at 200 shekels after the king's weight. Now, For some reason, all the things that Absalom had was just not enough for him. He was young, he was very impatient, and his impatience turned into rebellion. And because he allowed his emotions rule his life, that life was cut short as he died hanging by that long, beautiful hair that was a source of his pride. The reason why I People get together and they follow their heart more than their head. Amen? People make decisions, monetary decisions sometimes, because of their heart. emotions from God, but our emotions are to help us uh, and to, uh, to let us experience certain things, but folks, we're going to find ourselves in a bad shape indeed if we allow our emotions to rule our lives. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. By following your head rather than your heart. Hallelujah. I've looked at a lot of automobiles with my emotions and my heart. Oh, goodness, they got a long ride to make that mess. Hallelujah. Amen. But my head told me, says, pick up your checkbook and take a look at it. Hallelujah. Number one. to the church, 
so I can go around riding that fine automobile, then automatically the answer should be no. Hello, somebody. And I can hear some of my folks saying, there he goes. He's going he's to start meddling. I know he's going to meddle again. Hallelujah. But I'm talking about re rebellion. Rebellion will always leave you hanging, folks. We have got to learn to yield ourselves to the will of God in every aspect of our life. I don't understand why so many people claim to have the Lord, claim to be Holy Ghost filled, but they'll go out and they'll buy a car and never pray about it. They'll buy a home and never pray about it. Hallelujah. They'll choose a mate and never really pray about it. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. They'll take a job and never pray about it because their emotions, they see dollar signs. I'm going to make $200 more a week, but if it's going to take you out of church, you don't need it. People are like Absalom. Everything that they had was not enough. He still, he still had to have have more. Now, I'm going to talk in two areas tonight. But praise God, like I said, this is not going to be lengthy. So you just uh, uh, listen to me and, and let's just see what God is putting on this thing. I want to first off uh, let everybody know, and I hear this in my spirit that I need to tell you tonight that two wrongs don't make a right. Two wrongs don't make a right. Now, what are we talking about here? Well, now, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to tell you. Praise God, you don't, need, you don't need to buy those romance magazines and all that stuff. I'm going to tell you, you can get all that stuff right here. sex. It's all in that book because the Bible tells the truth and the whole truth. And I want us to know tonight that two wrongs don't make a right. And let's, let's, let's take a, talk about a story about a, about a family that wouldn't make a good soap opera. See, there was bad blood between Absalom and his father for a long time. That bad blood went back to early family problems. To use today's lingo, Absalom grew up in a dysfunctional family, to say the least. There were many issues which arose from having a father who would have more than one wife. And David was not known for his fidelity in his marriage. Thus, there were just as many half-brothers and sisters in the family as there was whole ones. Now, David was not a perfect father, just like none of us who have children. We, I mean, you know, uh, we, didn't, we didn't come, and the children didn't come with the, uh, the manuals and everything, and we all make mistakes. And David had made his mistakes, and he had more than, more than his share of sin. And although he was a king and ruled a nation, he did a poor job in ruling his family. On one occasion, Absalom had a half-brother by the name of Amnon who forced himself upon Absalom's sister. Her name was Tamar, and he raped her. David failed to act upon the situation, and finally Absalom devised a plan and had Amnon, his half-brother, killed. 
the relationship between David and Absalom was never the same again. Hallelujah. Now, here's the point. David did not always handle things right in his family. But David's failure was not worthy for Absalom's sin. Come on. We're living in a day and an hour today that everybody wants to point the finger at somebody else. Oh, oh yeah, it's my mama's fault. It's my daddy's fault. It's the politician's fault. It's the preacher's fault. I'm going to tell you, God will look at you, sweetheart, on judgment and say, it's all on you. Two wrongs will make a right. Just because David messed up did not give out from the, amen, the, 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 the ability or whatever you want to say to, to do things wrong himself. Romans chapter 12 and verse 21 in the court of the Holman, uh, um, a standard uh, a version of the Bible says, Do not be conquered by evil, but conquer evil with good.
cannot use the excuse that I've got a right to do something against somebody else because they did it against me. Hallelujah. Yes, David had his problems. Yes, David made some mistakes, and um, and there was all kind of problems. And we don't have time, but a lot of you know a lot of things about the life of King David if you studied his life. But all, when all is said and done, he was still a man after God's own heart. Hallelujah. Because, see, David found out something. He knew that when he messed up, he had to go get forgiveness. He knew he had to repent. You need to open your Bible sometime and read the 51st chapter of Psalms. That's the psalm and the prayer that he prayed to God after Nathan had come told him after he committed adultery and killed, killed the woman's wife to try to hide it. And the prophet Nathan went and told him a story. And what did Nathan tell David? You're going to regret it. You're going to regret doing that. He poured himself out before God. 51st chapter of Psalms, man, it's a beautiful psalm. It says, man, it does show what repentance really is and how no matter what we do or how much we stray, the grace of God is still sufficient. It's still sufficient. Hallelujah. Then the second thing I want to talk about, amen, is don't nurture rebellious thoughts. We shouldn't nurture rebellious thoughts. Now, 2 Samuel chapter 15 and verses 4 and 6, and these two will be the last scriptures that I'm going to use. Moreover, Absalom would say, Oh, that I were made judge in the land, and every one who has any suit or case would come to me, and I would give him counsel. And so it was, whenever he one came near to bow down to him, he would put out his hand and take him and kiss him. In this manner, Absalom acted toward all Israel who came to the king for judgment. So Absalom stole the hearts of the men of Israel. You see, Everybody that is human have wrong thoughts at one time or another. You can't help them from coming in, but you don't have to linger on them and allow them to grow.
rebellion will always lose the battle. We have got to yield ourselves and submit ourselves totally to the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm going to ask everybody to stand right now. Anybody have some need? 